If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, October 6th. We are recording this at 1022 Studios at Industrious. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for taking Ellie and picking Ellie up from school, which I got to do yesterday. I do every Thursday, and it's such a treat. Do you like it? Yeah. Because it's just a cute, just because you like doing things with her? Yeah. I Are you okay with our morning plans? What do you mean? You're just not a morning person. I'm really not. And you, I don't think you really, I don't think it's, a, is it a relaxing morning thing with you and Ellie? No. Yeah. Not at all. So should we switch? No, because I feel like you love and are so productive in the mornings, especially because there's like not a ton of people around. You thrive. So I feel like, yeah, no, I just feel like it's fine. Like you get that time and I know it means a lot to you and it means more to you that um, you get to be productive in the morning and have that morning brain and, and get your day going that way than it does to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like getting up early, like, okay, I'm I'm a grown woman. I can get up at yeah, but you, you don't. know, six fifteen. Well, you snooze and then you're up late. Then, then up well, later. I, I do, but I feel like this is going to wear off. I feel like I'm still riding my hey, I don't have to get up at three thirty in the morning anymore. Thing. Got it. Um, because what I would love to do actually is I would, in theory, I would love to get up at like five forty five and work out and have my workout in and my shower done and then get Ellie up and all that stuff. But I think I'm still traumatized by my alarm going off that early. And I really do enjoy sleeping in. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But you could just you could just do it. I know. Okay. I know. I could. It's a matter of when. Got it. Okay. You know. Well, if you ever want to switch, just let me know. Thank you for being open to switching with me. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for hmm. What am I grateful for today? I am grateful for... Bananas. They're convenient and tasty. That's true. I am grateful for bananas. And they are the core ingredient in banana pudding. That is true. Ooh, you know what I'm grateful for? Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Those things are so good. That has been like my suite of choice this pregnancy. And they're... I justify eating some every night because they're dark chocolate. And technically technically dark chocolate is good for you where what happened with those chocolate covered rice crispy treats that you were so excited about they're still in our pantry i know you had them right Didn't i know yeah i was really excited about them and then i kind of forgot about them and then i went back into my peanut butter um cup phase so are they are do, have their have their ratings changed because that came with a very big glowing endorsement from you no they haven't but you know when i get stuck in phases Okay. Usually it's like with food or drinks or something. Like right now is my peanut butter cup era. One thing that we need to get, I think we're getting better at, but I think we, when I say we, is collective humanity. Um, I think if there, if you buy something, if you go to the store, you purchase something, you eat it, and it's not good, immediately throw it out. Yeah. And or um, or just or rip the bandaid off and just eat it for three days and get rid of it. Yeah, we bought these um, little uh, appetizer things. I think at Trader Joe's a while back. Oh, the chicken taco. They're like little mini chicken tacos. Is that the one? No. Yeah, that's the one that you said that. 
You just rebought those. They weren't. There was something that we bought that was just terrible, and we ate. We made them. We both didn't like them, but you did. The, the I think we've just been raised. This generation has just been raised. You don't waste food, right? So if you want to adopt the we don't waste food attitude, then just eat those every day for three consecutive days and get so get it over with. So it's out of your freezer. Yeah, but we put them back in the freezer. I know. You know? Yeah. And then they sit there and you look at them over and over and go, well, those aren't very good. I don't want to make those. Those aren't very good. We just need to get better at. Either eating it or trashing it. Or trashing it and then making a note. Yeah. And then we'll never buy that again. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Totally. It is Friday. We're going to do a one to 10 check-in. Jeff Deller, on a scale of one to 10, how are you this week? 9.5. You want to tell me about that point five? Why the point five? Well, that was a really. I'm not happy with the way that I phrased that. <laughs> Why are you a nine and a half this week? I love that. Because nine it, and a half is great. Yeah, it's been. A, I've, I've, I've felt judged for not having not being a perfect ten. Um, I it, the studio is open. The uh, stress is off. Ellie had a successful book character day. The countdown to Disney is at two weeks, and she is. So excited about it. We ended up, I don't know if we talked about this, but we ended up printing out a calendar that just had the date. Because I originally gave her a calendar for October that she would put an X in every day, counting down to our flight on the 21st. Too much for a 12-year-old, or a two-year-old. Two-year-old. She she wanted to know what was after the airplane. She wanted to know, and it had a little airplane sticker on Mm -hmm. the 21st. She wanted to know what was after the airplane. She wanted to. She had all these questions about the other stuff. So I reprinted the calendar, and all it is now it says October, and there's a picture of Daisy Duck, and then there's three weeks. And every day she puts a dot using one of her little mm-hmm. marker pens, mm-hmm. uh, and she's so excited to after she has breakfast she gets to put the dot in there, and she knows like this yesterday morning she said, okay, and then this one and this one to mark off. Friday, Saturday, and then she said, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then this one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven is plain, so she knows. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about that, and- You know what I just thought about, because you were saying that? Do I need to buy her a carry-on with, like, stuff to do on the plane? I didn't even think about that, like a little roller bag that she can carry herself. Her school backpack. Um, Can't do it, because it has her name on it, and that freaks me out. Even if we're with her? Mm-hmm. Um, and if she doesn't carry it and she wants us to carry it, that's me carrying a backpack or you. And I would much rather have a little rolly sitch. No, she doesn't need a – no. Okay. I'll have my backpack because we're taking the week off of work, but it, I'm still going to bring my laptop you know, for yeah. emergencies or whatever, emails in, in the evening after she goes to bed. So uh, it's a it's an hour and a half flight, mm-hmm. right? Her – I just think she would think it was neat if she had little snacks and little, yeah. like, coloring things. She can use my backpack. Okay. I think. Um, but, yeah, so 9.5. How are you? Scale of 1 to 10. 10. Nice. Yeah. I'm great. I'm great. I'm riding high. We've gotten some great emails this week. Um, What's the baby size? The ba- Oh, what? I didn't even look. I don't know, and I don't have my phone on me right now. We have an app that tells us every week what size the baby is, but it's always a fruit or vegetable, and 50% of them we've never had. That I would say probably 70% of them we don't even know. We're like, 
Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know how big that is. I don't know even really what that is. I don't know. I've never seen that at and a it, grocery store before. And it's so it's it's just a terrible way to measure things because I have purchased in the past week honey crisp apples that were in a prepackaged bag that are perfect for Ellie hands, but to me they're bite size. Mm-hmm. I've also purchased honey crisp apples that are the size of my head. Yeah. So you can't say apple. Right. Because it doesn't apply. Right. It's all so, relative. So disregard. I, I have a mission this weekend. I will be writing to the CEO of a company. Jeff is going to do what he does best, which is letting the CEO of a company know when they have let you down, but in a nice way, just to say, hey, I've had this experience. And then that tends to get the job done. Yeah, because I don't even really have a customer service issue in this case. Uh, But I have a significant complaint about a product. And you're absolutely certain we have not talked about this on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we have. But um, so so I'm going to trust Callie's memory more than mine and just start at zero. We have a baby monitor. The brand of it is Miku, M-I-K-U. I am sure some people listening have this baby monitor as well. It has a... um, uh, stand. It's, it sits above the crib, right, on a stand, um, and somehow it monitors breathing, even if the kid's not moving, and it monitors movement. So you can, when you log in or when you look at it, it shows how many breaths per minute, which when I bought it, I thought was great because I, w- 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 if you look in and your kid's not moving, they're either sound asleep or they're Something's not, wrong. Or, or there's something wrong. Yeah. So if there's something that will tell me, and I know there's, and there's other brands out there, et cetera, but this is the one that we went with. Um, and it also has the ability to ac- access the camera via Wi-Fi. So if the Ellie is with a sitter or, um, uh, yeah, yeah, if Ellie's home alone. Right, we can log in with a sitter. Home, not with us, not right. home alone. Yeah, we can log in, or if one of us is out mm-hmm. and and we want to look at the kids, whatever. We like to stalk our child. Okay, that was way too. That was much too wordy. But that, that, anyways. So, we get an email. We didn't even get an email. We opened up the the viewing screen on our phones earlier this week, and it said, "Hey, if you want to see the breathing and movement indicator." You got to subscribe for 20 bucks a month. And am I under, did you say this or am I imagining this, that eventually the access via Wi-Fi is going away too? The access, so you will always get, basically what it said is um, it's $10 a month, but we're about to have a second baby. We would have bought a second one of these. So that would have been $20 a month for us on top of the fact that it's already a top of the line, very expensive product. So we've already paid for that. Can I pause you right there? Yeah. Because this this is going to, pertain this is going to yeah go with my letter Mm -hmm. um i wasn't planning on buying a second one because ellie at this point when the baby number two comes we'll be in a bed we'll need like a room camera you know Mm -hmm. what i mean we'll need a proper so i'm less worried about her breathing and i'm more worried about her escaping right you know what i mean so i don't Uh i don't need a breath monitor for ellie so i was just going to keep 
the one we have, and it would go over to the crib of the newborn, mm-hmm. and then Ellie or the whole room would get just a regular baby monitor slash yeah. room camera thing. Okay, mm-hmm. Gary, I'm sorry. Um, so what they're taking away is the uh, without a subscription is the ability to check the monitor if you're not on the same Wi-Fi with it. So like when we're out, we can't look so at the we, cameras. We can't do that right now. No. Are you sure? Yep. Have you, um, have you tried? Uh, now, I have, now I'm even angrier. I have not tried. And then the second thing was that the breath monitor thing is going away, which I think is gross and, to be completely honest, kind of predatory. Because if you are buying something because you want to see your child breathing, most of the time it's because you've had a traumatic experience that makes you worried that something might go wrong. And I just think that's gross. And I don't think, first of all, I think if you already paid the expensive price to get it in the first place, um, then you that's what we already paid for. So I feel like people who bought it at that price, knowing and thinking that there wasn't a subscription model required with it, should be grandfathered into that price. There is none of that. Um, so continue about your letter about your letter with the CEO thing, because I want to tell you something that I have learned since. So I want to write the letter. To the per- so here's what happened. The company, Miku, was purchased by another company. This company number two is the one initiating the subscription. I have no problem with any new customers being told about the subscription. Mm-hmm. Here's the product you're getting, and for an additional 10 bucks a month, here are the features that you get. Yes. I probably, to be completely honest, would have still purchased it mm-hmm. knowing that. But – the fact that it's bought and paid for and the check has been written and we have it, to me it's the equivalent of getting a call from, you know, Home Depot saying, hey, you know your refrigerator that you bought from us uh, three years ago? Just so you know, if you want to keep using the freezer, it's $10 a month. Yeah. That's not allowed. Yeah. Hey, hey, this is, the, is, this, this is Ford. You know your um, SUV that you've been driving? Yeah, okay, just so you know the um, the the lights, you want to use headlights, 10 bucks a month. Right. You can't do that. Right. You can't. That's not allowed, right? So, well, I- technically it is allowed because I joined this Facebook group of Miku owners who is, like, talking through this whole thing because some were like, we need to do a class action, whatever. Here's what I've learned. One, when we accepted the terms of the agreement the first time, We said we understand that the structure of this could change at some point. And if we're sold, not our problem. Um, Two, we all signing up for that waive the right to a um, uh, class action. Yeah. Which I don't think matters really because I think you can file a class action. You may not win, but you can still file it even if, you know, whatever. Here's what I found out in the Facebook group. Because I was looking for the parent company thinking, oh, I wonder who these hoo-hahs are. You know what I mean? Like and on their website, I want to see <laughs> I want to see who their leadership is. Because my second thing, and I was talking to one of my Instagram friends about this uh, yesterday, there's not a shot that they have a woman in the – a mom in the C-suite making that decision. Like yeah. that has dude written all over it. So uh, I went to the website. There is no website for the company. Couldn't find anything on it. They have like a landing page with nothing, which I thought was kind of weird. Then somebody looked up the like when that business came into being. Yeah. September. 
Okay. So it's a new business. And what people were able to find out um, through their detective work is it's actually Miku, the company, went bankrupt and they just opened a new company and acquired their old company. So it's the same leaders. Oh, see? See? <laughs> That's not right. It's It can't be legal. Well, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not an attorney, but I think it's just, is it ethical? No. No. Is it illegal? A, there's a lot no. of things that aren't ethical. Yeah. So it's the same executive. So if you're looking online for these people and the CEO's email address, you're going to want to look for Miku still because though they went bankrupt, they started a new company so they could declare bankruptcy, be washed of their financial troubles, and then now they have a new business that's acquired it. I'm not even mad at that. What I'm mad at is just the is just popping in there one day, yeah, and having them say you got to pay. Yeah. So, do you have the CEO's email? No, I haven't even I haven't even looked at it. It's a weekend project. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. Thanks. <laughs> I walked into. I had to get a sign for the studio, and I had it printed at the FedEx office store, formerly known as Kinkos, as I knew it when I was growing up. Did you guys have that? Yeah, it's when not you were... Kinkos anymore. No, it's it FedEx bought it. It's FedEx office. Okay. Is what it's called. Oh, did they start, when they bought it, did they start charging people to walk <laughs> through the door? <laughs> so I walk in there to get this sign for outside of our studio. And immediately I smell what I think the best smell ever is. One of the best smells ever. Fresh copy? Fresh copy. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know how something smells warm. But it smells like yeah. warm copy paper. And it just, to me, is one of the greatest smells ever. It smells like the test you just got at school that the teacher printed off. Yes. Ten minutes before class began. Yes. It's a little warm. Uh -huh. It smells great. And that's how FedEx office smells. And it brought me so much joy. And somebody said to me on Instagram, like, you know what's crazy is our... Kids, there are things that our kids, the generations after us, will never have to go through as part of like a life skills class. And one of them, because, you know, we started at FedEx. Now we're going to our offices like with, you know, these big printers, unjamming a paper right. from a printer. Right. There are 101 life things that we all had to learn out of necessity to survive in the world that makes us better adults that our kids will never have to go through. I might say something that already doesn't exist in some worlds. Okay. Textbooks. I think by the time Ellie is even in first or second grade, there will be inexpensive tablet type things. I think there might already be that. Way. I know, but I mean, I, I know, I'm sure there's private schools that already have that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure colleges have that, you know, secondary education. But I think that in the next decade, the pe pen, paper, you know, the stylus writing yeah. on a tablet thing will become affordable and and so easy to use that that's just and no kid like backpacks won't be things yeah you'll have your lunch in your backpack and you'll have because you would have to learn how to like you would base your class schedule based on when you could go like you would figure out when you could go to your locker to drop off because i remember we uh -huh. had a science and book and, and history were too heavy yeah to carry at the same time yes so you'd have to like make a swap you know what else they'll never have to worry about is the Running something out from like Blockbuster and remembering the due date and to take it back oh, on the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. That, that's already gone. Totally gone. Um, but I, I think cash mm -hmm. will, be, will be 
rare, mm-hmm. very, very rare um, because people are just going to use their credit cards, but also just on their phones. Mm-hmm. Even the phone, I mean, you can already access cash accounts with your phone. Right. You know, so yeah. people just use their phones so that you won't have to mess with paper currency. Um, what else? My generation, we never really, I know how to because I learned it, but I've never had to put it into practice balancing a checkbook. Yeah. Like my dad took meticulous balancing. He would do it meticulously. And I will tell you, and I think your dad might be able to relate to this. Uh, I had to balance a checkbook for a while and I, nothing would consume more of my time than having there be a 41 cent discrepancy between oh my god what the bank says I should have you know what i mean yeah so if it's if it's if it's 12 dollars and 75 cents well that's probably you probably forgot to enter a check right or something mm-hmm. or if it's 10 dollars you did math wrong you know what yeah. i mean but if it's 42 cents where did that come from right and you have to go back through and you find your receipts and you check it oh my gosh oh and it, I wasted countless hours in my 20s dealing with that. But I feel like it taught us some life skills, you know? What life skills did it teach you? Math. Basic math. Yeah, well, remember we talked about this earlier this week. We all have calculators on our phones. I have a weird superpower. Okay. I can tell when our bedroom is off by one degree in temperature. I Yeah. Can you tell that? No, but I if anybody had that superpower, I, it would be you. Okay, so we were laying in bed last night and about to go to sleep. And I'm like trying to get to sleep. And we, I will say, we freeze our house out at night, right? It's 66 degrees is what our thermostat is set to. What time did you come to bed last night? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe like 10. What time did I go to bed last night? You went to bed early. You went to bed at like 930. Oh, okay. Um, so I am like in my bed, I'm kind of like wrestling. I'm having a hard time getting to sleep and I'm like, you know what? It feels kind of hot in here. I wonder if I forgot to turn down the thermostat. So I get up, take my phone to like turn on the light so I can see it. And sure enough, 67 degrees. It was off by one degree. And my body was like, we just knew it. And just for the record, I think our, uh, we don't keep our room at 66 degrees because that's really cold. Mm-hmm. I think that thermostat is not calibrated properly. I think our temperature is probably 69, maybe 70. So I'm just I'm just clarifying because 60, 65 and 66 is really, really cold. No, but I think ours is because my parents keep their house at 70 and I always like, I'm like sweating. Uh, maybe. How would we tell that? I don't know. How do you t- how do you take the temp- well, I guess a thermometer? But yeah, we have to go get like an old school one with a little red line. I know, isn't that and funny? Look at it. Anyway, so I know I have perfected, and I have bragged about this several times that I have perfected my sleep environment. So sixty six degrees in our bedroom is the perfect temperature for sleep. And then I've got my eye mask on. I've got my silk pillowcase. I've got the cozy earth sheets. I mean, this is my best life ever. Um, and your best life ever is, how'd you like that? <laughs> is that you get 40% off of anything at CozyEarth.com. Doesn't have to be just your first order. You can be a habitual customer and st- still get that discount. And I got to tell you, a great thing that I love bragging about is that anytime they have their biggest sales of the year, our discount is better. 
What were you going to say? I was going to say callieandchef.com slash cozy is yeah. the website. And then you got to go all the way through the checkout process. And at the very end, that amazing discount is going to populate for you. Check it out for your PJs, for your towels, for your um, for your bedding. And I feel like our whole house top to bottom is going to be cozy earth at some point because I'm just waiting for them to say, oh, we make carpet now. <laughs> Uh, all right, here is your beautiful Cuban alert for this week. Uh, a, a group of kids in Orlando, Florida, uh, spearheaded by a guy named Jules, uh, decided to help out a dog, Stevie, who got hit by a That's motorcycle. A great name for a dog. Stevie or was Stevie. Stevie was running uh, across the street to greet his owner's daughter, and a motorcycle hit Stevie. <gasps> yep. Uh, motorcycle driver did not stop, kept going. Oh. Stevie had some broken ribs, had to spend six days in the ICU. Oh, sorry, Stevie's a girl. Oh. Stevie's a girl dog. She they had must to, be um, Schitt's Creek fans. Stevie spent six days in the, or Fleetwood Mac, depending on how old you are. Stevie spent six days in the ICU um, with uh, a punctured lug healing and some broken ribs that had to be, she had to be immobile. Um, and Jules said, hey, this is not right. The guy didn't stop, and now they got to pay all these vet bills. I'm going to do a fundraiser. So they That is so cute. So they organized a lemonade stand that raised over $400 oh my for, gosh. for Stevie. So Jules and all of your friends in Orlando, Florida, who put together a fundraiser for a hurt dog. You are this week's Upside Beautiful Human. You are strong. You are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.